Hey you, my entrepreneurial friend. Of 10 years of running my coaching business, I am going to finally teach business. And of course, I'm going to teach business with human design. Because the thing that I've discovered over the last decade is that the way everyone else taught me to run a business didn't freaking work for me. So over this last decade, to create a multiple seven-figure business, I've broken all the rules. I have done everything my way. I have looked experts in the face and downright said no, all to create something I love with greater ease and flow that literally is changing the world. And the best part is it doesn't feel like work at all. It feels like I get to hang out with my best friends and I am having a huge impact on the planet at the same time. So if you own a business that you want to finally maybe start, grow, or even scale, then come and join me on the 9th of May to discover how your human design can create the most beautiful, authentic success for you. For all the details, follow the link in the show notes. I would like to begin by acknowledging the traditional custodians of the land on which we meet today, the Arakwell people of the Bunjalung Nation, and pay my respects to the elders past, present, and emerging. Hey everyone, and welcome to the Human Design Podcast with me, your host, Emma Dunwoody. I'm a qualified master coach and human behavior specialist, as well as being a qualified human design coach. And I work with clients every single day to answer the big questions. Who am I? Why am I here? And what is my purpose? I also assist them to transition from the person they think they should be to the person they really are on the inside. I teach people how to actually live their design instead of just knowing it. And if this is something that you want to do too, well, stay tuned or reach out for private coaching or human design unpacks where I show you exactly how to live your design. Hey, hey, everyone, and welcome to today's episode. I am really excited today to share with you how we can use our human design to transcend or transmute fear. Yeah, fear. So why would we want to do that? Well, because the only thing that is stopping you from having what you want is fear, nothing else. Because at the end of the day, if you weren't afraid, and this is one of my favorite questions, if you weren't afraid, what would you do? When we answer that question, we know what the right next step is. We know the next experiment we want to take. We know the next thing we, we, we could try. We have answers. But we have to be aware that fear is going to govern all of our decisions unless we choose something different. What do I mean by that? Do you know that acronym, which is FEAR, so F-E-A-R, stands for false evidence appearing real. So what I need you to understand, what that actually means is that fear isn't real. It doesn't actually exist out there. It only exists in here. Now, although I'm sure there's plenty of you right now going, ah, ah, no, Emma, have you seen the world right now? Yes, I have. And it actually proves my point. We live in a world right now that is so governed by fear. And the fear that controls our global community, our global consciousness, 
the majority of people, is the potential of what could happen to them if they don't fill in the blanks with whatever thing that the powers that be want us to do. Now, what we need to understand is that this goes back to our oldest history. And if you're listening to this podcast, I'm sure you've heard this before, but I'm going to repeat it again because repetition is the queen of learning. And that is that fear comes from our reptilian brain, the hind brain, the oldest part of the human brain. And the purpose for fear is to keep us safe. So our brain created this this fear mechanism, if you like, so that we would stay alive, so that the human race would actually evolve and not be eaten by something that was bigger and stronger um, and maybe even smarter than us. It was was what picked us apart from the others so that we could evolve over time, so that we could become who we are today. Now, the thing with fear is that over the ages, our brain did not change. So we still have this fear mechanism that is constantly playing out, um, which means that every single thing, if we are unconscious, every single thing in our life, our brain's going to default to this thing called the negativity bias which means it's constantly on alert. It's got our reticular activating system, which is the part of our brain that that um, tells us what to focus on. It is constantly looking for danger, harm, um, things that aren't safe, things that are going to hurt us. This is where our brain will automatically go to. Then you throw into the mix the world we live in today where the media is constantly spouting out fear, where we um, where kids are taught through the frame of fear. You know, if you're not good enough, you won't get the right mark. If you're not fast enough, you won't make the team. Um, If you don't do it this way, you won't fit in. If you don't do this, then you won't graduate um, to our society as a whole. You know, governments control us or governments, I don't love the word control because then it just sounds, then I feel like I lose a bunch of people. But we are conditioned from the moment we are born by this external world, the majority of this external world, to be obedient and compliant. And the way that that they do that is through this thing called fear. But the crazy thing is, is fear is not real. Fear is just a mechanism. It's something that lives in the past. It's something that exists in the future. But it's not out there. It's in here. And we actually get a choice. We get a choice whether or not we are going to listen to that little voice in our head or we are going to feel the fear and do it anyway, as is the title of Susan Jeffers' book, which is brilliant. If you haven't read it, go read it. Now let me give you an example of what this looks like in the real world. One of the things that was so, one of the many things that was so amazing about the Camino was my son's realisation that the thoughts in his head weren't true. He was like, Mum, I questioned the thoughts in my head. I was just like, is that real right now? Is that true right now? And they just weren't, none of them. I realised they were just fear. They were just stories that I'm telling myself. And I, as a mother of a 16-year-old, I was like, holy shitballs. Yup, you are right. And it, it made me think of one of my favourite sayings. I don't know who said it first, um, but I hear coaches like me spout it all over the place. And that is, we are not our thoughts. We are the witness of our thoughts. And this is where we know that fear isn't real. 
It's just a mechanism to keep us safe, to keep us from changing. Now, when we think of fear that way, all of a sudden it's just a mechanism. It's a mechanism that other people have used to keep us compliant um, because really, how do you get millions, billions of people on planet Earth to all do the same thing? Well, you scare them so that they do what they're told. It's really that simple. So what if we instead decide that this mechanism that we all experience, we're going to dance with it a little bit differently? And what we're going to do is we're going to start to realize that these are just stories that we've created over time. Some from we've been taught that's come down our generation, you know, generation to generation. Some of them we've learned through experience. Some of them we've learned through being told. But what if instead of listening to these things, we just understand it's a mechanism to keep us the same, to keep us safe? And instead, we start to question it. We start to question what we're afraid of which leads me to my one of my all-time favourite questions. If you weren't afraid, what would you do? Because when we ask this question, then all of a sudden we realise that we have all these answers inside of us, what the next step is, what we really want, how to get it. Because once we remove fear from the equation, then all of a sudden clarity starts to show up. So ask yourself that question and then whatever the answer is go and freaking do it if it you know what if you weren't afraid what would you do then go and do it now how does all of this mix in if you like synthesize with human design because with human design we're like you need to feel lit up about it you need to feel like um inspired by it you need to feel obsessed by it like we talk about all these good feelings but this is why i've created one of the principles of transformational human design and that is you must know the difference between being out of your comfort zone and being out of alignment. Because if you're listening to this podcast, there's a good chance you want to change. You want to change something, transform something in your life, maybe on planet Earth. And the truth of that is, is that you're going to be uncomfortable. So you can't just feel lit up and excited in every moment and everything feels easy. What you do feel is, oh, I'm out of my comfort zone. But when I check in with my body, this feels right. This feels correct for me. So it's starting to understand the difference between being out of your comfort zone and being out of alignment. Because ultimately, we want to understand that I am taking this new action because I want to become this new person and it feels uncomfortable because I'm outside my comfort zone. But not like Nike says, I'm going to just do it and then all of a sudden, you feel this alignment. You know, if you're a projector, you might feel success. If you're a generator or MG, you're going to feel that satisfaction. You're going to feel, oh, my God, yes, this is in alignment for me. You know, manifesto, you're going to feel peace. Refl uh, reflector, you're going to feel that surprise and delight. But it's about going through the discomfort first. Now, one of the things I want to give you next is how our human design can really help us with our fear and navigating through it and really understanding how to transcend it or transmute it into something that is us being in our power. Now, obviously, there are areas of our design that we can start to dive into, like the centres. This is a great place to start. 
And you can go through each center, whether it's defined or undefined, have a look at the not-self fears, understanding that both defined and undefined centers are still going to have fear. And then you're going to start asking yourself great questions. Is this fear showing up for me? Yes, it's probably going to be the answer. Then what are you going to do? Wow, I'm going to feel the fear and do it anyway. So if I wasn't afraid, what would I do? Let's say you've got a wide open G center and you are going through a challenge in a relationship and you're going down this road and you just, you, you okay, well, I feel challenged. I feel afraid. I feel, okay, so what specifically? Oh my God, I don't know. I'm in the middle of this thing and it's really hard. I don't know. Okay, so let's go to your, your design. Got a wide open G center. Okay, so what's the not self? Well, I feel unlovable. Does that resonate with me? Oh my God. Yes. That feels true to me. So then you actually have like, wow, this fear of being unlovable is just a fear. There it is. It's right there in my design. So what am I going? What would I do if I wasn't afraid? Well, I would trust that I am lovable. I am lovable and I would do this and then this and then this and then this. And this is how we start to really use our our design in an active way, a proactive way to help us navigate and heal and move into this new and higher expression of ourselves. Now, we can go into each gate. We can have a look at the shadows. You know, every time we're challenged or triggered, we can look at our design and very intuitively we can often look at it and say, where in the chart? Is this showing up for me? And you'll be drawn to an area of your chart and then you just ask yourself the question, does this resonate? Does the shadow, does the fear, does the not self, does this resonate with me? And most often it will. And if it doesn't, I want you to ask yourself, honestly, am I resisting this? Am I resisting saying this resonates with me? Because I would say in most cases you are. And then You just get to go through that process. You start to integrate. You start to own that, yes, that is part of my shadow, my fear, but it's not real. So what am I going to do? I'm going to feel the fear and I'm going to do it anyway. Now, obviously, all of this is through strategy and authority. So trusting your strategy and authority and the greater details of your design to navigate so that you can navigate through things. And when you start to navigate through life and challenge and growth and expansion this way, I'm going to tell you, it builds your self-confidence, your self-worth, the trust in you, the belief in you so much faster and stays so much longer and with greater stability than anything else that you do. Because you become your hero. You become that your own coach, you know that when you feel stuck or scared or whatever it is, you can just go and have a look at this chart, ask yourself some great questions, trust your strategy and authority, and you navigate to a much better place, a much better place. So for today, I would love it if you would take an area of your life that you feel stuck in, And I want you to ask yourself, if I wasn't afraid, what would I do? The next thing I want you to do is I want you to think about the specific fear. And maybe you do this first. Think about the specific fear. What's the emotion? How does it feel in your body? And then look at your chart. Where does this show up in my chart? 
So then you can be like, oh my God, yep, this fear is showing up for me, but the higher potential, it's here. And if you don't have the Gates and you don't have a resource, you can go onto my website and you can just buy the Gates resource. It's super easy. It's got all the Gates summary, Gene Keys summary, all of this. It's beautiful. So good. If you're in HDX, you've got all these resources. So then you can just navigate and you go back to that question. If I wasn't afraid, what would I do? And you're going to get clarity. It's going to help. You're going to have where to go next, what to do, how to get there, and start building that trust in yourself. Start building that ability to know when you're in alignment versus when you're out of your comfort zone. Okay, so I want you to go away and do the homework. I want you to actually follow through because that's another way that you really do uh, build self-worth, belief, confidence, all of those important things. Um, And do this exercise. Really start to dance with fear. Don't let it stop you anymore. Let it be the thing that you move through that, yes, it's going to show up. Don't try and push it away because it doesn't work. Let it show up and then dance with it and just move through it. Make a different choice. Understand that you realize you're outside of your comfort zone and you're heading towards being in alignment. Awesome. Thanks, everyone. I trust you got what you needed from today. Bye for now. Thanks, everyone, for being here all the way to the end of the podcast. I hope you got lots of value out of it. I certainly had a lot of fun doing it. Could I please ask that you share this podcast with friends if you found it valuable? And also, bonus points, could you leave a review for me as well on Apple? It would be greatly appreciated. If at any point you would like to be on the podcast or you've got questions that you'd like me to discuss on the podcast, by all means, get on my socials and DM me. Everything you need is there in the show notes. Have an awesome day. Bye for now.